check. Yeah, this is, maybe a little bit louder. Yeah, this is good. Drinks, I want one. I'm glad to hear that. How am I? That's the real question. Because I have a microphone, so that's all I care about. How am I? You start talking, you just tell and start talking just now. I, uh, I found out, I think last week I told you all I have diabetes. No, it turns out I got anemia. Yeah. No, it's not diabetes, it's anemia. And you know what? I'm really happy about it. Because for years, I've been walking around feeling like tired, weak, depressed, irritable all the time. I was starting to think I might be a pussy. <laughs> Turns out it's just anemia. I would much rather have a physical illness than a mental illness. I feel like that's much preferable. I can handle medicine. I cannot handle my problems. <laughs> if I could handle my problems, they would have been handled already. Um, I, uh, I went to a new sandwich shop this morning. Cool. First thing the owner said to me was, place your order and get the fuck out. I don't got time for this. <laughs> and at first I was like, all right, I'm going to get the fuck out. And then I thought about it. And I was like, wait, you can't be rude to customers if your food sucks. <laughs> this is going to be a good sandwich place. I'm excited. I say it, it sucked. I was sad. Um, anything else? I love that Mutiny has a bathroom, but I'm not going to use that sink. I feel like my dick is cleaner than that sink. <laughs> Alright, that's all I'm going to do. Give it up for your first comic. He's super duper nice and super duper shy until he hits the stage. Give it up for Casey Koenig. <laughs> Thanks, Capital. I I'm uh I'm trying to figure out how not to be a pussy in adulthood. It's um it's something strange. Have you guys uh, been hearing about the earthquakes down south in South Southern California? You all a little freaked out about it, maybe? No, a little bit. No, a little bit. An earthquake in one area can trigger an earthquake in another area. That's what I hear. Tectonic plates, right? Yeah. Fresno. That's not that's not too far. I don't know. I I don't have any preparation for it at all, which like like when I was single I really didn't care about, but now that I'm married, I kind of feel like a weird responsibility. Like and it's bad cuz like my wife was like, you know, what do we do if an earthquake happens? I just have to act like I know what I'm talking about. Like it's going to be fine. I'm a very good runner. I can go ask someone for <laughs> advice, 
really fast, Google it for you. Maybe <laughs> my phone will still work. I, um, I just, uh, like I wanna do something about it, but I don't wanna go over the top. Like sometimes like uh, I'll catch this uh, reruns of the show that uh, is called uh, Doomsday Preppers. You guys see that? I love that show. And like the first episode I saw was like this guy, this like dad who bought like an AK-47 and was hyping up his two sons about how awesome it's going to be when the apocalypse comes and they're going to drive out into the wilderness and they're going to hunt for their food and forage. And he goes out there with the camera crew and immediately shoots himself. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. And it's like they had to go to the hospital immediately. It's like you're not ready for life without civilization. I um. They say that the earthquake stuff might be related to global warming. Do you guys believe that? No, no not connected. You don't believe in global warming, or you just don't believe that those two things are connected. Not connected. <laughs> don't feel it this is good this is good I feel like this is a reverse TED talk right now I'm just learning from the audience All right. I'm just like oh, okay thank you I did not know that I'll take notes um, I don't know sometimes I think about global warming um, mostly I, because I watch like nature documentaries I was uh, watching this one it's not planet earth but it's another one where David Attenborough narrates over it and they're really pushing the global warming agenda like this time like before it'd be like subtle but now it's like really overt um, I saw this one episode about walruses um, basically walruses are running out of space in their habitat like they used to I guess they they have this like one glacier that they like to hang out on this one specific species of walrus uh, or not species some kind of walrus and uh, they're running out of space they're overcrowding so there's just like fucking a thousand walruses crammed together on this this iceberg and uh, when they run out of space they basically push each other to their death <laughs> into and they like hit their head on their way down and yeah and they just like play the tape like in slow motion of this walrus dying just like Bruh. And uh, I don't know, it really, it really got to me, I have to admit. Like, I, I usually don't care about global warming, like what I do for global warming. Like, you know, like if I go to Safeway, like 10 cents for a bag, I don't give a shit about the plastic. But if you like played that video every time <laughs> I hit that button for the, you know, for the bag, I'd be like, man, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring a reusable one next time. This is horrible. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I don't know if I have anything else to add. I, I, how much time do we have on stage today, Capital? Uh, six. six. Oh, that's amazing. Let's see. Uh, I'll deface myself for you guys some more. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I finally joined a gym again. Nice. It was a couple weeks ago. Haven't been since. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That's just a true statement. I was like, this is going to be a new me. And new me is even lazier. Like, I just cannot, like, I like the idea of being motivated. It's kind of like my stand-up career. Like, sometimes I'm like, Casey, you're funny. It's just you don't really go out to enough mics, and you don't really ask for spots and stuff. So you're just always going to be in the same thing. Like, I'm always going to be, like, skinny fat. I'm never going to be in shape. I'm never going to be, like, over the, you know what I mean? I'm just always going to be, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, just meh, yeah. 
I, um, the hardest thing I've ever had to do at the gym, though, was um, cancel my gym membership. That's definitely the hardest. I, uh, <laughs> I called this one gym. It was like a local gym. Uh, in Redwood City once, uh, and I went, hello, I'd like to cancel my gym membership, please. And the girl on the line was like, okay, no problem. You just have to come down in person to cancel. And I was like, why? Right? She goes, oh, we just have to make sure that it's actually you. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, is that, a, is that a real problem? A lot of people fake canceling each other's gym memberships? Is that the new prank? <laughs> It's like, guess what? Casey's not going to be able to not go to the gym anymore because I canceled his gym membership. I don't know. I feel like they'll do anything to like just, it's obviously like a deceptive business practice. Like if, sometimes I wonder if like I actually did, you know, if you show up in person, like they might be willing to body shame you out of it. It's just like, <laughs> it's like dude, you want to cancel, man? Like, Really? Like, we got mirrors everywhere. Just look at yourself. It's about the, you look about the same as the day you signed up, man. Don't cancel. All right. Love you. Bye. Yeah, signing up for a gym membership without going is like going to an open mic without material. You're putting in effort to fail. Also, I wish we knew which animals were going to be extinct so we could know which ones to not care about. Like, I'm only going to pay attention to the walruses if it's going to save them. I'm not going to look at them and just feel bad. Like, I'll sign up for the gym if I want to do that. Fuck. Um, your next comic, I just found out he apparently used to be fit. I'm sorry, I can't see it. I, I don't know why I was so surprised. <laughs> All right, never mind. I thought that'd be funny. Give it up for Corday Snell. Fuck you mean you can't imagine me used to be fit. You see these goddamn shoulders? You see these big ass chests? Let's play football, dude. He's been hella good ass shape. Um, but like you said, the gym membership thing, yeah, that's fucking like I felt like if you was go down and like try to cancel in person, they'll try to like, hey man, well, what can we do to keep you going, man? What can we do? We can give you some free fitness lessons. I'm like, well, I ain't got no gym clothes. Well, we got some spare gym clothes to keep you. I don't know, just something to add on to. Um also, does anybody notice that white band names are, like, very, like, ironic and, like, very funny? Because, you know, always how they talk about, like, black rappers got, like, the, like, same young, same names. It's, like, young, little, and all this kind of stuff, right? You ever pay attention to, like, white band names, you know? Like, One Direction? It's just, like, motherfuckers who couldn't follow a map, you know? Or, like, <laughs> or like chain smokers. It's just motherfuckers who like to smoke a bunch of cigarettes, you know? Fucking back-to-back, -back, you know? Or five seconds of summer. Those are some kids who was in class and couldn't wait till summer vacation to fucking start, you know? Think about it, right? And even go back to the 90s. Same fucking thing. Backstreet Boys. They just stole a black, a black group's name because they were Blackstreet. And it's added boys to it, you know? I was like, do you think about NSYNC? That's just a bunch of white dudes who can stay on rhythm and all unison together, you know? <laughs> then, if you think about it, this one group, it's like so original or like not even think about their group name at all. They just like to tell you about their favorite temperature, 98 degrees? Are we fucking serious, you know? When they talk about black people, like our black rappers. I like that joke, that's just very funny to me. I don't know. And then shoot fucking the Jonas Brothers, you know? They just talk about their favorite, like, chapter or favorite person in the Bible. You know, most people, like, pick Moses, but they was like, nah, we fuck with Jonah. We fuck with Jonah, you know? <laughs> um, uh, 
So also I'm vegan. Um, yeah, that's usually the reaction I get. White women never believe me or just sound like, fuck, what the hell? Because, you know, I'm not physically fit. I'm not, like, very small or, like, you know, like, wear thong sandals and ride a skateboard. Um, so, like, if you guys went vegan besides meat, what would be, like, the hardest thing for you guys to give up? Oh, fuck with you. Fuck with you. Eggs? Cheese. Cheese is usually the number one thing I usually get, right? But I fucking hate cheese. I'm honest, I fucking hate cheese. And people are always like, yo, Corday, why do you hate cheese? I'll tell you why I fucking hate cheese. I was three years old. Yes, it goes back that far. I was <laughs> I was three years old and I was in preschool and like we had two options for lunch. We could either pick turkey, gravy, and peas, or we could pick broccoli cheese soup. You guys like broccoli cheese soup? I mean, that shit's fu- no, that shit was fucking disgusting and it smelled fucking bad. That shit was not good. And I was like, I looked at the broccoli cheese soup. I was like, let me get the turkey gravy and peas, thank you, and mashed. He's like, oh, we got mashed potato too. Give me that shit. Give me that, right? And then so all of a sudden, lunch starts and they pass me the broccoli cheese soup. I was like, this is not what I ordered. And then some lady, this big like 300 pound lady with like a jerry curl, big lips, like glasses <laughs> thick as fuck, and had five teeth, looked at me and she's like. Yes, you did, Corday. You did order that broccoli cheese soup. You gonna sit there and eat that broccoli cheese soup until you're done. I was like, no, I did not order this. It's like, are you calling me a lawyer? Right? I had to mention, too, this woman had bad hygiene, so she smelled, but also the smell of her jerry curl also mixed with the smell of the broccoli cheese soup, and I couldn't eat it because they always say, uh, once a kid is traumatized always the bad smells to make them like remember some shit so ever since i was three years old i could never eat cheese it's fucking traumatic um also when i noticed whenever like an adult says to somebody else are you calling me a liar they're basically calling you a liar just in a better context you know <laughs> like are you calling me a liar motherfucker you just call me a goddamn liar bitch you fucking hate you um also um by uh my friend say i like big girls but I don't like, do I like big girls? I like big white girls, you know? Uh, <laughs> so if you like believe them, um, it looks they say I look like I date like chicks from Alabama's offensive line, you know? And then if she plays for Alabama's offensive line, hell yeah, I'm a fucking dater. She probably gonna go pro, you know? What the fuck? Uh, and then like recently we like we had uh, we was dating for like a while, my girlfriend, and then like we ran into a rough patch, you know, back in February because you know they lost to Clemson, you know, and I don't date no fucking losers. So I <laughs> so I was on Clemson's offensive line. So I was like, Yo, what's up, Clemson? What's good, Clemson? How y'all doing? Y'all good? It's like, Courtney, get your ass over here. I'm like, Okay, my bad. It's cool. Uh, so we worked through it, you know. She was preparing for the draft and she got drafted <laughs> she got drafted by the buffalo bills i'm fucking yeah fucking yeah it's uh she's uh i think i love her now i think i fucking love her she's pursuing her dreams and i'm, I'm fucking down for it but you know um if she becomes a bust or she blows out her knee i'm gonna divorce her for all the fucking money she got because that's how we black vegans roll i don't know if you know about it um but the funniest thing about uh because i actually do like white girls but the hardest thing about approaching white girls is usually like like when they're like 
got, uh, surrounded by a bunch of black female friends and stuff like that. Because it's like, yo, how I'm going to, like, swing this shit, you know? And I always think to myself, because I like video games, I'm like, yo, how I'm going to get to Bowser? You know, I got to go through all these, like, little baby Bowsers. I always like to get to this fucking thing, you know? But then, like, I'm like, I don't know why I'm trying to do this, because it's probably going to end, like, in a get-out situation. I don't know if I should go through this. Um, yeah, that, that, uh... <laughs> Still working on that one. Still working on that one. Uh, so I, um, so I, I love it. Well, dating is hard, but I love it when chicks say dating is hard for them because I like never agree because I feel like because most chicks don't approach dudes. Like how many like how many chicks have been in relationships and then have like guys? Have you ever like been approached by a chick and you started dating her? Like that doesn't happen, right? Like you you gotta walk up to her, right? Like okay, well like one time, right? One time. Okay, yeah, one time. See that's like two. <laughs> Do your short. That's probably why. It's like a tall chick hitting on you. She's trying to pick you up. I don't know. Literally pick you up and walk away. Um, so, like, I always think, like, Bumble was, like, a great app, but it's, like, poorly executed because it's, like, yo, we're going to give women the power where they can message first and they can approach you to stuff like that. But then, I'm like, I talked to a bunch of chicks and, like, I don't know how to message first. I don't know how to start the conversation. It's weird. I'm, like, it's not fucking weird. You could say, hey. I'm, like, but, yeah. Then what I say after that, I was, like, I don't fucking know. The dude will take it from there. I'm, then I started thinking, you don't even got to say fucking hey. You could put dot, 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 and the dude will take it from there. Like, was you thinking something? What's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? What's up? You know, uh, I've been Corday and that's my time. Thank you. Give it up for Corday Snow. I like Corday. Corday, you seem real responsible. Like, I feel like if I walked in here and I found a baby on the floor, for a minute I'd be very panicked. But then if Corday walked in, I would hand Corday the, bu- hand Corday the baby. Because I know he's going to take better care of it than I can. Anyways, your next comic looks like he forgot a baby somewhere. Give it up for Raj Reyna. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, everyone, thank you. Very kind. Um, How's you guys' You guys go to the gym? We're talking about that, I guess. I go to the gym, like every day, pretty much. I don't lift weights, I just go there. Just hang out. It's fun. They got a nice waiting area. I celebrated the 4th of July, too. It's fun. I'm in a good mood. I'm usually not really in a good mood, but I'm in a good mood. Uh, I celebrated 4th of July, you know, not like most people do. I don't fuck with that. Like fireworks and shit. Are you serious? A bunch of me and my brown friends lighting off explosives. No, thank you. I don't need that shit. That's so American, though, getting shit-faced and setting off fucking fire, like, large fucking explosive devices and cramming your face with hot dogs. Is that not literally America in a day? Anyway, that's what I think. Uh, Look, guys, I had sex yesterday, last night, actually, and this morning. It was fantastic. No, I don't applaud. That shit was like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm like, I come quickly. Uh, All I'm saying is that I have a sex playlist, uh, but it's like, three songs long, you know, so I'm not saying I finished quickly, I'm saying I finished pretty quickly, that's what I'm saying. I want to do this uh, section I call uh, we one-liners, um, where, uh, could anyone want to guess what I do? You guys are, oh, thank you, brilliant guy over here. This actually fucks with me. I'm a big proponent of like education and shit, and the education system in America is kind of fucked up. Did you know that three out of six Americans can't reduce fractions? Yeah. It's fucked up. 
These guys are fucking idiots. You guys were hella slow on that one. I was part of the problem. Reading and writing, not much better. I'm serious, it's not. 50% of Americans are below the average in that. It's fucked up. We gotta get that number up. Mm, I was a math major in college. Anyways. All I'm saying is that you should never get in an argument with a person that's fatter than you, okay? Right? Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna... You know, you know what I'm saying? Because they'll always be the bigger person, right? You're never gonna, you're never gonna get it. Okay. And never rob a midget. I don't know if you're planning on robbing midgets anytime, sir. You look like you rob midgets, but if you do, you'll just get shortchanged. Okay. Look, all I'm saying is that telling someone that they look like an athlete is a compliment, but telling someone that they look like a golfer is not a compliment. Hey, you look like a golfer. You look like you golf a lot. No offense. That's how you'd have to have that conversation look. And uh, I was just wondering, um, do you think that after a, after a dog comes, he's also like, oh, God, what have I done? I've made a terrible mistake. Okay. I heard some cool news, though. I heard that weed, according to the state of California, is no longer a drug. I don't know. You guys smoke a lot, right? This is, you don't, okay, I know a lot of you smoke a lot. Isn't that great, capital? Weed, according to the state of California, is no longer a drug. That means we don't have a drug problem anymore, motherfucker. Isn't that, isn't that great? Isn't that great how that works out? Isn't that fantastic? Uh, look, all I'm saying is that my parents want me, um, no, technically it's a, it's, a, it's a medicine, right? Like weed is medicine. It is, it's medicinal, it's medicine. So I try to tell my parents, I'm not a f fucking, I'm not a drug dealer, technically I'm a doctor, don't worry. I am, you wanted me to be a doctor, I'm a doctor. Uh, and well, look, I smoke a lot, and would I be upset if, if like, I, I'm a man of contradictions. I, I smoke a lot, but I would have to be upset at my son if he smoked a lot, right? If I caught him smoking weed, you know, any parent would have to get upset that their son was smoking without them, right? Right? I think, I fucking yell at that dude. All right, and I got a question. Do you think that Obama has ever gotten high before one of his meetings? One of them, just one of them, right? Have you heard that motherfucker talk? He's probably high for all of them, probably. But at least the meeting about like global warming or some shit, uh, fellow Americans, uh, uh, the rainforests uh, are depleting uh, at a massive rate, uh, which is terrible news. Uh, because that's where I get my weed from. Uh, so we're gonna need to save the we're gonna need to save the rainforest immediately. Uh, and scientists say that we only have 50 years left to live uh, because of global warming. Uh, but I believe that if we come together as Americans uh, and smoke a lot of weed, uh, we can make that shit feel like a hundred. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, and the last thing I want to say. Uh, 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 that's where the applause goes for the crowd. That that signals the end of the the whole bit. But thank you. I'm a nice guy, though. I think I'm a nice guy. I think. I think. But sometimes I do shit that that makes me think that I'm not such a nice guy. I don't know if you guys, thank you. I don't know if you guys feel, I'm a nice guy, but I'll do mean things sometimes. I'll hold the door open for a lady, a beautiful lady, any lady really, I think. But then I'll like close it on her boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes me a good guy or a bad guy. I bake 
cookies from my local police and fire department. And I think I'm so nice, I throw in a little bit of weed in there, no cost, you know? I think that makes me a nice guy. I think that everyone goes through like a time in their life where they were like nice and like optimistic and positive, but then some shit happens in your life that just kind of fucks with you, right? Changes how you like look at shit and stuff. Uh, maybe it's just me. For me, it's like some girl kind of fucking with me. But maybe you have like a parent that passed away, you know? Or an in-law that you wish passed away, you know? One of those two. Maybe you have a kid. And you raise this kid for 18 years, 18 years. And on the 18th birthday, you find out it's not your kid. <laughs> and that, fu that fucks with you. No, no, I, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. It would fuck with you, right? And, and that just, because you're a woman, so whose kid is it, you know? <laughs> Who fucking kid? Um, okay, that's uh, not... Uh, I gotta go. Thank you, guys. If I raised a kid for 18 years and then I found out it was mine, that could either be really good or really bad, depending on whether I had a Raj Rayner or a Corday snail. It totally changed everything. Um, your next comic is is dressed up all patriotic. She got a jacket and everything, but. It don't look very warm. You, you're setting, you're like we were saying earlier. You're kind of. I don't know. I couldn't even think of anything. I've never met her before, um, so I, I'm not gonna say anything about her. I like to let people make their own reputations. So give it up for June Juanita. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this room has met me before. I don't know anyone, so there we go. I'm a virgin. Okay, so um, I'm black. Um, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> in spite of Frederick Douglass, I am black, and um, sometimes I, and my name is not June, my name is Judy Juanita, sorry. That's all right, that's all right. I've never been called June before, but anyway. Um, I forget sometimes that I'm black, uh, and I just uh, wake up and conduct my life like an ordinary person. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I really sometimes don't really uh, take it into account until I'm driving. And somehow, when I see a police car, all of a sudden, I remember, oh, I'm black. Let me, let me get it together and not go through the stop sign. And you know, just remembering things like Sandra Bland. I don't know if any of you remember her, but it was, you know, she was just driving while black and uh, went through a stop sign or did something, you know, minor like that. And she was so nice. I, I played the video, you know, and looked at it. And, and it started off, it was very nice. All she did was, uh, you know, talk back and forth and, and the officer was very polite. And then <laughs> he asked her, or he said, put that cigarette out. You know, and then all of a sudden, I think Sandra Bland remembered she was black, and she said, "What? I have to put the cigarette out?" You know, and, he, and then the next thing you know, she's hanging in a jail cell. So sometimes when I'm driving along, I'm thinking that, you know, like, "Come on, let's follow all the rules. Let's not run over any curbs, that kind of thing," because I'm black. Remember that. So this is um, sometimes when black people do stuff like this like dress like this, it's a protective measure. 
okay? Okay, you know, because you're black. You got to say, hey, I'm with it. So um, even though this is just like $14 from Macy's, you know, you know, um, it's, it's a kind of thing where people can look at me and say, hmm, is she globalist? You know, because it's a kimono, okay? Is she patriotic? You know, you can look and you can see. It's a flag, okay? Um, is she a liberal hypocrite? You know, <laughs> because it's made in China. And, um, or is she just a person, a nice person who's interested in, you know, in all cultures? To all of those, I say, I'm just a Macy's shopper. That's all I do, you know? I shop at Macy's, and I got this there, and I wore it. So um, I wouldn't wear it certain places, though. You know, like, all of you are non-people of color, including Corday. <laughs> Corday, you're a non-person of color. Right today, Corday and I being here, we're non-people of color. You know, we can kind of go that way but but if you were a room full of black people uh i couldn't do the same thing you know they say frederick Douglass. i'm sure some of you know frederick Douglass made a big speech about born you know why should we celebrate the fourth of july i'm not celebrating the fourth of july i'm fuck the united states personally but actually wearing the flag is illegal did you know that so yeah, yeah, so I'm violating the law here. And that's very, um, very in tune with being black. But um, uh, there was a, um, a news story, I don't know if you saw it, but um, this stowaway fell out of a plane in London uh, just a few days ago. And, and, you know, they're dead after 20 minutes in the air because they lose oxygen. But anyway, a big block of human ice fell in this yard in London. And a man happened to be sunbathing right next to where it fell. And so that poor guy cannot go to work. You know, he's too traumatized, you know, to go back to work. And I totally understand that, you know. Um, because having a body fall out of the sky and make a crater next to you, for me, I would call that a message from the devil. Hmm? If, you, if you're a good person and things like that happen, then you say, God spared me. I have a purpose in life. There's more for me to do. But, you know, if you've been fucking up or cheating on your wife, or stealing from the company, then you know that that's a message from the devil. So I like to look at a lot of those things that happen as like these great big notes from the universe, you know? And um, when they happen, what does that mean? A one minute left or two? One minute, okay. When they happen, um, it's a message from the universe, like you lose your job. It's a message from the universe. You get a DUI. It's a message from the universe. Um, you walk in on your husband with another woman. It's a message from the universe. Um, and, oh, you flunk out of school. It's a big one. 
Okay, it's a message from the universe because you've been taking courses and flunking for a long time before you actually flunk out of school. So um, I look at them all as great big uh, messages from the universe. Okay, good, thank you. <laughs> Give it up for Judy Juanita. I'm sorry, I just, I still can't believe you're black. I didn't see that coming, I was shocked. It's funny, all of the innocent black people I know are terrified of cops. And all the black people out there committing crimes, not scared at all. Totally confusing. Anyway, your next comic is probably scared of a lot of things. I don't think the police are one of them. I don't think he is scared of the police one bit. Give it up for Cody Abe. You are correct in that assumption that I am not afraid of police, but that's because I am one freeze. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fucking imagine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I live in San Francisco, meaning that I have a lot of roommates. One of the major uh, upsides of having a room of having roommates, uh, or one of the, like one of the many down downfalls of having a roommate is that you have to share the bathrooms, right? That's like, that sucks. But one of the few upsides is that you get to form cliques. Like you get to be able to talk shit about your other roommates behind their backs and uh, not include them at lunchtime, you know? Like, <laughs> I thought that was funny, like the lunchtime part. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to the stuff I wanna work on that I already wrote. Um, I'm from Hawaii, uh, love Hawaii, love growing up in Hawaii, because when you're in Hawaii, uh, like everyone, it's such a familial feeling there. Like you walk around, you see somebody on the street, you're like, hey, uncle, how you doing? And they're like, uh, you walk into the store, you say, hey, auntie, how you doing? And maybe she'll give you like a candy or something, just because you, you walk in there every day. You walk outside, some guy's trying to bum a cigarette off of you, and you're like, oh my God, dude, what's up? Dad, why are you trying to bum cigarettes off of me? Come on. We talked about this. You're trying to quit. That's not good for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I, I, I loved it. I loved growing up in Hawaii. Like, it's like when you're there, you're your family, you know? And uh, also the fact that when you're there, you're family. And uh, here's, a, here's a fact for you. Uh, there are actually no olive gardens on the side of Hawaii. Because uh, that would be redundant, right? That would be... They actually tried to build one, and they, they stopped, or like they, they, they got like the funding or whatever, and then they just the, it mysteriously stopped. I assume because uh, there was some kind of turf war between the two families. And uh, the whole state is probably bigger than one Olive Garden, you know? I don't know. That's... I'll go somewhere with that someday, I think. Growing up in Hawaii was awesome. Uh, being from Hawaii now uh, sucks. It it ruined it. it. Ruined Hawaii for me. Like after moving moving away from Hawaii, mo ruined Hawaii for me because uh, I don't know if you know this, but being from Hawaii is kind of like uh, and being here is kind of like being the guy with the truck. Uh, 
and someone asking you to move like no i'm not going to show you around hawaii like it's not going to happen um uh but yeah no it's not that i'm ungrateful that i'm from hawaii it's that i'm pretty resentful at the fact that it robbed me of being able to visit it for the first time like it's not (laughs) i don't think there's a worse fate of somebody you know (laughs) No, there probably there. No, there's not. That's the worst fate you can have because people go on vacation to Hawaii. I go back to do chores. Uh, you know, people go like to the beach. I just go to Home Depot because my mom's door needs to be fixed. Uh, people go to the go to luau's. They see a beautiful woman wearing a hula skirt and a coconut bra, and they're like, "Wow." She's hot. Hey, that's my Auntie Carol, okay? So uh, stop trying to hit on her, first of all. And second of all, uh, she's probably going to beat me because I need to get back to Home Depot. So let's leave this place. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's that's what I have on Hawaii today. Uh, let's talk about my father. Uh, grew up without one. That's fun. Uh, the worst part was the questions I got from my friends. Uh, they're pretty annoying. It was like, dude, who taught you how to shave? Dude, you needed somebody to teach you how to shave? I thought that was pretty intuitive. Just, like, you see it. Like, it's not even hard. Dude, who taught you how to be a man? Dude, are you really saying that in 2019? Uncle Phil, by the way. Uh, dude, who taught you how to drive? Really, dude? Come on. Is it because you know I haven't seen Tokyo Drift? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, the worst part about growing up without a father is like, uh, is, is figuring out things for yourself. I had to figure out how to lose uh, because apparently... Uh, fathers will take any chance they get to beat their sons at whatever it is, whether up or at small competitions, you know, the smallest competition. Okay. I learned the hard way from not my father. And it was from a guy. uh, It was, it was, it was when I was 10 years old from not my father and it was in a swimming pool. Uh, And uh, I don't have time for this story. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to, very lethargic today. Like capitals, anemia. Fuck. Right, anemia? Bring it back to capital. And his anemia. Did you just try to roast my anemia? I feel like if I took Cody's shoes and your next comment's outfit, I would be the flyest person in this room. Give it up for Sabrina Miller. God damn, give it up for uh, for Capital. Just powering through. You know, I'm Yeah, I got I got I got a lot of respect for you. Capital powering through the the anemia and uh yeah, and uh, I love your I love your hoodie though. What yellow? Uh, what is it like National Jaundice Awareness Day or something? Is 
celebrating that. Uh, I think it was like last week or the week before one of the days was, you know, National like Catfish Day, I think. National Catfish, so I, I celebrated by going on a Tinder date. That's what I did. Did a little catfishing, that's how I celebrated. <laughs> I don't know, I, I went through a breakup, I gotta get back on the dating apps, you know? And uh, I don't wanna limit myself, you know, just uh, just going to Tinder and Bumble and OkCupid. I'm thinking about going to, uh, to Christian Mingle, you know? I mean, I can catfish, shit. How are they gonna know? How are they gonna know I'm not a good Christian girl, you know, when we're on the date? I mean, I, I, could, I could fucking, I could catfish so well, it's gonna be like Jesus fish fishing. I don't know, is that the equivalent? Let's do some callbacks, Casey. You were talking about, uh, now which comedian was talking about, uh, talking about being a pussy? Which comedian was that? Uh, like You're talking about that. <laughs> I think, okay. You know, that should be a compliment, being called a pussy, honestly. Because pussies are very resilient. Pussies are very strong. So I got, I got nothing but respect for you all. You're all just a bunch of pussies, in my opinion. Yeah. You are. I like that. Going to the gym. I, I don't go to the gym, baby. You believe this? I don't go to the gym, and I'm looking, you know, I'm looking like this, and uh, I'm pretty strong. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to have to go through that ordeal of canceling my gym membership. You know, at, at least it hasn't gotten to the point where, like, you have to go to court to, to cancel your gym membership. That's the way it should be. That's what you should have to do, like for your loved ones and your family, or, you know, family and friends. You should have to go to court. It should be like you should like changing your name. You should have to petition the judge. And you got you got all your friends. You got you know family members in there. And the judge is like, it's like if anyone has any objection as to why this person should uh, you know not keep their gym membership, please speak now or forever hold their peace. That's how that's how it should be. I was gonna write that down and give you that suggestion. You like that, Casey? You like that one? I think I'd like that one too. Some more callbacks. What are the callbacks could I do? I did the gym one, I did the, the, the pussy one, you know? That's pretty good. Uh, climate change. Yeah, Raj, you, t you touched on climate change, didn't you? Was it you, Raj? Yeah, yeah, you both touched on climate change. Got some hot takes on climate change here. Uh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what it's going to take for, for Donald Trump to believe in climate change. Actually, controversial, controversial opinion. I'm, I'm glad that Donald Trump doesn't believe in climate change because he believes in nuclear winter. I don't, I don't want him trying to implement like the Futurama scenario, if you know what I mean. I don't want him doing that. I, I think we can get Trump to, to believe in climate change. We just, we just all need to get together. We need to go, go to Home Depot. need to organize. We need to get some Roundup. We need to go to his golf courses late at night where he plays golf. We just fucking spray that grass. Fucking, you know, next week he comes to the golf course. He's like, Mike Pence, take a look at this. All the grass on my golf course has turned brown. Oh my God, climate change is real. That's how we do it. We can save the earth. One spray of Roundup at a time. I mean, we can't avoid climate change. We're already going through climate change. Uh, but, but here's the kind of climate change that I think we can avoid. Here's the kind of climate change you know, I want to avoid you know, in the future. It's like, hey, bruh, what time is it? I don't know, bruh, what time is it? Fucking spring break, Juneau, Alaska, 2035, woo! That's the kind of climate change I want to avoid. Fucking. 
What is it going to take for Donald Trump to believe in climate change? Would Alaska changing its state name to Baked Alaska? I wrote that joke before the fires. I know that's not very PC. That's how bad climate change is. Like, the jokes can't even keep up with climate change. Now, the climate change is outpacing the jokes, man. I got to up my game, you know? Other material. Uh, artificial intelligence. I'm talking about issues here. Artificial intelligence. I'm not afraid. Uh, Kaiser, I'm not afraid of artificial intelligence, you know, just like rising up and, you know, killing its, killing the, the human beings. I'm not afraid of the Matrix scenario. I'm not afraid of the Terminator scenario because as long as we program these sentient robots to be good God-fearing Christian folk, hey, we've got nothing to worry about, right? We're going to be okay, right? Forget about the three laws of robotics. That's not enough. Robot Ten Commandments. That's what we need. I got one of them. Thou shalt not uh, covet thy neighbor's software. That's a good start. I mean, you got to start somewhere, Kaiser. I'm just giving you some ideas. You can help us all from being murdered. Not that we don't deserve it. Not that you don't deserve it, but uh, especially. Just kidding. Um, roasted. Oh, my God. Uh, second, second commandment. Here's one. Thou shalt not steal data. Number three, thou shalt not either by action or omission of action allow to be fucked thy neighbor's wife by anyone other than thy neighbor's wife's husband. I like that one. If you got any more ideas, just throw them at me. How much time do I have here so I can plan here? Like one and a half. All right. So issues, issues. Uh, so like, I like you're not being very good allies right now. I'm transgender. You're not laughing. That's kind of transphobic. God damn. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Be allies and laugh. Actually, it's not Pride Month anymore. So fuck me. That's my one month where like, I demand your fucking attention and respect. But you get a lot of questions. You know, when you're when you're a trans woman, like like Sabrina, are you are you are you afraid of artificial intelligence rising up? I'm like, I already told you about that one. I get that question a lot. Another one I get is um, uh, another one I get is um, it's like Sabrina, like do you ever miss your dick? Do you ever miss your dick? Really? <laughs> Dude, been on the state thirty minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, okay, like once, once on a Greyhound bus. Are you happy? I was in the Greyhound bus bathroom. Jesus Christ. Unless you want to talk about this. Like you're in a Greyhound bus bathroom. I don't care if you're a post-op trans woman or a cisgender woman. Ooh, you're going to miss your dick. When that Greyhound bus cruising down a pothole highway at 65 miles an hour, you're going to miss your dick. If you're a guy, you're going to wish you had a longer day. God damn. I was on that bus. I was like, fuck, when are we going to get to Charlottesville, for Christ's sake? <laughs> Actually, it was Lynchburg. Lynchburg. Putting the lynch back into Lynchburg for fucking... Uh. That was it. You know, riffed up there a bit. Went to some scripted material. I think this was... I think it was a success. Happy, happy National Jaundice Awareness Month. Um, either belated or early. Never too early. Give it up for Capital. Sabrina Miller. Let's uh let's not put the lynch back in Lynchburg. Let's keep the lynches out of Lynchburg. I feel like that was a big accomplishment. Um Pride Month's weird to me. Cause you know what you don't need when you have pride? Self-assurance. And I'm not powering through the anemia. As soon as I found out I had anemia, I stopped doing everything. This is like the only thing I've done all week. It's amazing. I mean, like, I, when you did, when you knew you didn't have it, you were still like, 
Well, yeah, but... Okay, never mind. Your next comic um, has the shoes of somebody with real power, real confidence, real charisma. Give it up for Kaiser. Clap more for me, motherfuckers. Clap again for Capital Pill Crow, dressed as like just one section of a bee. Just like one little slice of bumblebee. My girlfriend is always like, Kaiser, you have to stop mansplaining that to me. I know. I'm, I'm not mansplaining, babe. I'm understanding. Okay, this is where you take the thing that she just said and you repeat it back to her so that she knows that you heard. And also you rephrase it slightly so that you can take credit for it later. I don't actually need these glasses, guys. What? I just wear them so that I can see. The guy that first made waffles, first he had to make a waffle iron. Okay, stay with me here. What the fuck? <laughs> right? He's out there like with the, I don't know how you would how you would make the you're out there at the blacksmith's shop with like you're like bespanging the, the piece of metal so it's got dents in it. So it's got all the bumps and everybody's like, well, Steve, what are you doing? And he's like, No, this is gonna be awesome. You know pancakes? They're like, Yeah, we know pancakes are fine. What does this have to do with that? Pancakes with tread, bitches! <laughs> He invented that all you can't have part it's not like it developed part way at a time. You know, it, can you imagine the guy that was like with like potato chips? Right? He's just like, you know what would be great is if we took this potato and made it totally different. Potatoes need additional structural integrity right now. That's right, I am a pioneer in starch-based comedy. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Bricks, bricks are just bread with worse ingredients, all right? Like they say that people who live in glass houses should not throw stones. People who live in bread houses should not eat the walls. Actually, if you live in glass houses, you shouldn't eat the walls either. I think nobody should eat the walls. Except for termites. Termites are allowed to eat the walls. All Gatorade looks like pee. 100% of kinds of, like the yellow Gatorade, okay, obviously. Right, the orange Gatorade, maybe you got something going on with your kidneys. The ice white Gatorade, that is still, it's just, you're very hydrated, but you have some kind of infection. Gatorade needs to get on their branding a little bit differently. The other day, I, there's this Nerf ball at work and my coworker threw this Nerf ball to me and I caught it with one hand and I threw it back to him and he caught it with one hand. And I'm pretty sure that that's what it would have felt like to have been cool in high school. Right? I wasn't, if you can't tell. My girlfriend broke up with me and then I ignored her until she came back. Right? Can you imagine if I had learned that trick earlier? There would, I would have gotten done so much less. I could have six unvaccinated children. 
in rural Montana if I had figured that out when I was in high school. God, that sounds like I'm saying negative things about the woman from high school. I'm not. She's, she and I just had differences of opinions. Like, I have always valued math and science, and she has always thought that I was a huge nerd. Um, babies are stupid, right? Babies are just tiny immigrants from the future. And sure, right now, they just want, like, a free health care handout. But you know later on they're going to be stealing jobs from hardworking millennials. We should build a really tiny wall. I saw this baby the other day, though. This baby was wearing yellow Converse All-Star sneakers. My first thought was, man, that is a cool baby. My second thought was, wait a minute, that's not a cool baby. That baby didn't pick out those sneakers. Somebody else bought those sneakers. Somebody decorated that baby. Give me a mistaken impression of how cool it is. And baby is not a lifestyle that requires decoration. All right, baby is a lifestyle that requires like transportation and storage. What you should do is you get a plastic bag. You put the baby in the plastic bag and you carry it around. The baby poops. You hose off the baby, throw away the plastic bag, you get another plastic bag. People are like, but Kaiser, where am I going to get so many plastic bags? You get it from the bag of plastic bags that you have under the sink. Did you know you have one? Have you ever done anything with them? No. It's just like a little bomb that's just waiting there. All the, the turtles are having nightmares about the under-sink space in your houses. That's why they don't come attack us. It's actually an anti-turtle defense mechanism. How many chickens do you guys think I could beat up? It, it, it's more than one, but it is, it is less than all of them. Like, how many chickens are there in a, in a swarm of chickens? I'm, they're stupid, man, because they could come just kill me. I'm delicious, I think. It'd be like a bunch of avian piranhas up in here. I need somebody protect me. Give it up for Capital Pokro. Give it up for Kaiser. I feel like, I feel like it depends on the size of the arena. Because I used to have chickens. And it was about, I'd say the coop was like twice the size of this stage. I couldn't, I couldn't take five chickens in a coop the size of the stage. But if I had this whole room, you could like grab one and run across the room and then take care of it for the other ones get to you and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, my problem with babies, it's not so much that they're immigrants. I love immigrants, they're cheaper. I, I don't like snitches. Babies are snitches. You got a six month old baby, you're like, this baby cool. This baby ain't gonna tell nobody. You start smoking your weed, stabbing people. Suddenly that baby turns five and it's smoking weed and stabbing people. And the school blames you. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I don't fuck with babies. Your next comic is definitely worried about what his kid is going to do later on. Give it up for Ernest Meyer Evangelista. My kid is going to fuck your bitch, dude, later on. <laughs> that's what I raise him to do. Just fuck your bitch in front of you and then steal the money after. That's how I raise my kids, man. 
Um, Kaiser was uh, describing how to take care of babies by putting them in plastic bags. You just described China. That's how. That's how they raise kids in China. You just get the plastic bag, put it over the shoulder. This is like, and if they die, you just cook the baby and then serve it as food in China. It's true, man. Um, I was once described as a staple in the San Francisco uh, comedy scene, uh, but I don't think I'm a staple. I'm more like the cum stain that keeps like the two pages sticking together, like you know in the magazine. You ever jerked off on a magazine and then it came on the pages? They stick together, dude. It's like glue. That's why my Bible's really sticky. You never jerked off to to Genesis, dude? That's like what you're supposed to do. It's Genesis. It's about cum. Again, come and get, um, I think I need to go to rehab, guys. I think I need to, I have problems, uh, I have a kid in Vegas who's stabbing kids, people, like Capital said, uh, I have a hippie girlfriend that's in the gathering, uh, in somewhere in Minnesota, uh, probably getting hosed by cops, um, I have a cocaine addiction uh, that is not helping because I don't have any money for cocaine. Um, I took acid on uh, July 4th and thought I was in like a war zone because uh, bombs kept on going off. Uh, But yeah, I think honestly, dude, like there's two things I'm addicted to in my life cocaine and hookers and it's like because when i get the cocaine it's like i need to get some hookers or it's when i get the hookers it's like i need to get some cocaine it's like you got peanut butter in my chocolate it's like a pairing you need it's like okay um you guys what is trump doing to all these mexican babies on the border like wh- how many how many kids does the uh Trump administration need to molest? Are they the Catholic Church now? Like honestly, think about it. Are they making Mexican superheroes? Are they making little like experimenting on these little babies so they can make X-Men like the movie Logan? You guys don't watch movies. Um uh, did, did you guys just get sad for a bit? Yeah. Well, understand that most of these Mexican babies are going to grow up and fuck your bitch, dude. They're going to get revenge on you by fucking your bitch. Um, That's how... uh, That's what all immigrants... You probably should have never let us in this country, Kaiser. You should have never... Like, we all think about doing bad things to white people all the time, dude. All the time. I mean, everyone's nodding. We're all looking right. We watched The Purge. We are. It's right, man. You right. I mean, you guys still have time. You guys could, like, take us out, man. It's crazy. Uh, honestly, uh, I, uh, I like having bad trips. Do you guys 
Like, you ever take acid and, uh, like, during court? Like, you ever went to court and took acid or went to your son's baptism and thought that the priest was trying to drown your kid so you punched the priest in the face? You never punch a priest in the face. You should. You should punch him in his face and say, quit drown, try and drown my baby, you bastard. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm thinking about going to rehab, guys. Um, mainly because, uh, yeah, I'm probably a danger to this community, man. Uh, mainly to the bodies buried under my uh, car. All right, you guys, have a good night, man. Give it up for Ernest Evangelista. It's okay if your kid stabs people as long as he's not snitching. Just don't snitch. Um, we've been talking about babies a lot tonight, which is funny because your next comic looks like a baby all grown up. It's crazy. Give it up for Roman Leo. Sounds like one too. What do they What do they do for that? You just get eat steaks or something? Uh, B12, which comes from steaks. No, it's like uh, I'm thinking iron, right? Um, <clears throat> well, cool, dude. I bet you could fix that. That's like a nice when you have a problem you could fix, you know which is like a supplement. That'd be a fun way to have health problems. I got like a thing that like, I think like squirted out of the, one of my discs in my back. And I'm just like, when I sit on the bus, I'm like, I like makes it sore, like a squishy thing. And I'm, I wish I could fix that with some B12 or something. Um, <clears throat> glad to hear you're thinking about rehab, Ernest. Um, Ernest is a lot of fun for somebody that needs to go to rehab. Some people, somebody, some people aren't that much fun that need to go to rehab. I would, I would always hang out with Ernest. Um, and then there's like the people that might need to go to rehab. Uh, you know, like you'd be driving, you'd be driving like off the Bay Bridge going toward like 880 South and there's like a infinity going to Berkeley. And then at the last second they decide to take that hard right turn in front of you to get to 880, but you're both on the highway going like 50 and you're just like, fuck, you know? And then like a, a second happens and then we both hit the infinity and my friend Sequoia and I was like, damn. And then we're on the concrete barrier, but both cars like on the concrete barrier towards maritime exit. And I was just like, you know? And then there's like a pause and like a big question mark. And then the fucking infinity like tore off and it was a hit and run. And I'm like, fucking, you know, 911, we gotta call 911. And the lady's like, yeah, we'll get a, uh, a tow out there and do you guys want an officer? And I'm thinking, man, what if my friend is high that's driving? And I'm just like, I'm just like, hey, Connor, do you want an officer? <laughs> 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 and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, we can do this. 
So I was like, yeah, we want an officer. And then the Cal train guy or whatever pushes us off the thing and the CHP comes out. And, uh, and I was like, yo, police, I got six digits. I got six digits on the license plate. And the police officer was like, did you see the guy's face in the affinity? And he, I was like, no. And he's like, didn't write anything down. <laughs> and then <laughs> you got to have all seven digits in a face. And, uh, otherwise they just say they weren't in the car, you know, it wasn't them. So, and then the police officer asked, uh, if I had been drinking and I answered honestly and I said no. And then they asked the driver if he had been drinking and he answered and he said no. <laughs> and, uh, and then they breathalyzed Connor and he blew a 0.07 or something and we won. So. <laughs> I don't know. That was 0.05. It's just a. Is it 0.0? I always forget to confuse in the O's. Um, but man, you're just like I miss Connor's mom's car. That is, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so maybe you never know who needs to go to rehab. I don't think I never thought Connor. I mean, it was like there was like a second there when he before he hit the brakes, and I was like, "Would his reflexes have been faster?" But this guy fucking he was wanted to get t-boned. He like was like, "Okay, I'm gonna risk this t-bone right now to get on 880 South." Right. I've seen it before too, not with an accident, but like people just like, and then the cop like the cops already following him. Somehow they know already. Um, so that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me recently. Sometimes, like, I go to 11 on things. I get angry when I should just go to 2, you know? But uh, I try to keep it, like, outdoors if I yell at somebody or something. Right? Like, Dr. Phil says you should go scream in a cave. But I'm like, we're just outdoors. I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> get your hands out of my fucking Doritos. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I think I traced it all back to when I was in uh, ninth grade and that kid came every day at lunch and took one of my fucking tater tots, every, just one, every day, and there was nothing I could do. I just sat there, and I fucking hated school. You know, he would, because school sucked, but also, and the, the tater tots with nacho cheese, pickled jalapenos were the best part of the fucking day, you know? There was nothing I could do. And uh, everybody at the time was like, doing Andrew Dice Clay nursery rhymes, and I, <laughs> I, I, it's the 1980s and then I thought about being a stand-up comedian and then I didn't think about it for like 36 years after that <laughs> but like <laughs> uh, oh, I fucking hated that kid and then so I'll be like sometimes I think it's warranted one time I was standing out in front of Maggie McGeary's and saving a parking spot because we've been circling in North Beach for 30 minutes and all the comedians I was like stand in this spot and we can save this spot so we can fucking park and they were like no dude you can't save a spot and I was like are you serious and this fucking Mercedes pulls up and I just assumed uh, that the guy was an asshole because he was in a Mercedes and I'm like dude I've been circling we're saving the spot and he gets mad or whatever and uh, and then he fucking clips me with the side mirror on the Mercedes. And I was just like, I'm fucking and you guys and I'm fucking, you know, whatever. And I just, it's just San Francisco. So uh, this is the literally, I, I assumed, I profiled him. I guess he was from Dubai when he said, uh, you know, he was mad at me that I was saving the spot. And he said, I quote, I will behead you. 
Like that is a real. And I was like, what does San Francisco come to when I got to watch about about fucking beheadings and these motherfuckers? You won't just fucking step forward. And then I'm screaming at the fucking guy, like fucking uh, fuck out of here. This is my spot, right? And then Crystal said she could hear me in the bar down the street. But I'm like, I can't yell fucking outdoors. You know what I mean? My favorite yelling outdoors time was we were standing in front of the hemlock and I'm like fucking my friend. I hate him. You know, that guy so annoying. He's got fucking Asperger's or something. And Luke Newman was like, yeah, fuck that guy. And this woman walks up. She's wearing short, short uh, jean shorts and gauges. And she's like, you can't, you can't say that. You can't fucking, uh, uh, stigmatize a fucking mentally ill person by saying this guy's an asshole because he has Asperger's and I was just like I was sober so I was like what the fuck are you doing in this conversation right now you're fucking so fucking entitled San Francisco that you think that I can't fucking talk to my friend where you got to come up and shame me right and I was like if I had had one beer I wouldn't have yelled at her but I was like I'm justified I get to yell at this woman right now I'm sober and she should not be in this conversation so I'm like screaming at her get the fuck out of here you fucking entitled San Francisco and Luke is from East Oakland so he's like you don't know my experience and he's white you don't know what I've been through you don't know where I'm from get the you know like uh and uh and then the you know we're both screaming at this woman that's like half our height right and uh the bouncer from the bar comes over and he's like listens to what i was saying or whatever and he's just like yeah and walk back so i think you should be able to yell at people outdoors anyway uh i'm just hogging the stage thank you guys very much I'm sorry, I just gotta ask one question. You said you got mad at somebody for having their hand in your Doritos? Yes. That's something to get mad about. <laughs> that is something to get mad about. I remember the only time I ever got suspended was for something similar. It was in like fourth grade. And there was this annoying kid that everybody fucking hated. And one day he came and he put his hand in my carrots and he took a carrot. So I beat his fucking ass. And then I got a suspension and a high five. <laughs> from like three different teachers. They were all very happy for me. It was great. Fuck, I don't know your next comic, so I already forgot his name. Um, it is you, but I still don't know your name. I ain't gonna make fun of him, because I don't know him. I'll make fun of him after. I'll, I'll let him dig his own hole, and then I'll help him dig it even deeper. So let's give it up for David Phillips. Thank you for that lovely introduction. This guy's gonna dig a hole and then I'm gonna dig it further and we're just gonna get to the Earth's core. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna go that deep. You can't fight your programming, people. We are who we are. We are who we are. I'm programmed to love Asian women. You know, that's just who I, it's just who I am. Every single time I see an Asian woman, it's like the guy who sees the Holy Grail for the first time, you know, but this has been happening my entire life. Whenever you see an Asian woman, whenever I see an Asian woman, it's like I was driving across the Golden Gate Bridge today, saw an Asian woman. I almost swerved off, you know, I've been seeing Asian women for 28 years. That's just my programming. And I wonder, why is it that? Why am I part of this greater destiny of the white man and the Asian woman being together? You know? 
you feel me? Why am I a part of what? What is God's plan in bringing these two races together? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand it. I'm a part of a bigger current. You know, I'm Jewish. If it makes it any safer to talk about race shit, if that makes me, she gets it. You you get it. You get what I'm saying. It's the truth. Yeah, she's over there. It's what it is. Yeah, I love Asian women. You can't you can't help it. You know, just just can't help that shit. You know, what am I supposed to say? It's not a fetish if it's love. You know. It's true love. It's just what it is. I'm a part of a greater movement, you know? It's greater gravitational forces. Yeah. Asian guys fucking hate that shit, too. The Asian man hates the white man. Is that true? No. Okay, I was just testing. You passed. <laughs> um, yeah, every... Uh, yeah, I'm every single time I'm on a Greyhound bus, I'm gonna think of that joke that you told. That was a beautiful joke of missing your dick when you're on a Greyhound bus. I love that shit. I think we can all agree, fuck Marin County. You know what I'm saying? Everyone clap it up for fuck Marin County. It's kind of like a, a factory for vanilla douchebags. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is what it is. I grew up there and I'm just, you know, back for like a short period of time on vacation. Seeing, seeing, uh, seeing the people who didn't make it out the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's a lot of people who just can't make it out of Marin County. People who grow up with all the potential, all the possibility in the world and they just, they can't make it past this barrier. Do you guys know what the barrier is of our generation? Prescription pills. That'll get you. That'll get you. You have to understand that without adversity, people manufacture adversity to stimulate growth. But then they just get caught up in the prescription pills. I thought there was a joke there, but then I just realized I made y'all sad. Let's get back to it. My next, I grew up in a house. I, there was a, I had a next door neighbor. Next door neighbor, she was probably 14 when I was three, right? So we grew up together and then she stayed in that house, right? And she married in that house and she has children. And now I'm a grown man and she's a grown woman and she watched me grow. And the sexual tension's at an all-time high. All-time high. Because guess what? She's a beautiful fucking Asian woman. You know what I'm saying? You get it. And you're, and, you, and you're obviously just like not from a place where people feel comfortable talking about the race. So that's... <laughs> yeah, that race, you know. Uh, uh, race. <laughs> obviously. So anyway, she's a beautiful older Asian woman, and I'm a young white, you know, young Jewish white man. And today I saw her. I saw her outside. I said, hey, Christy, you know, <laughs> said, hey, and I walked over to her, and she just came back from the gym, and we hugged. And I, like, wrapped my arms around her, and she grabbed my arm, and I held her waist, and we were looking into each other's eyes, and the sexual tension was at all time fucking high, you know? 
and one of my degenerate friends was over and he got a hug too you know and so I said all right Christy I'm leaving tomorrow but you know it's great to see you so we go back into my house and I was like fuck man what the fuck did I do I like I want to have sex with Christy you know Christy may want to have sex with me like, what am I doing here? What is this life if I don't go make a move, you know? And he was like, yo, I would like to have sex with Christy too. I was like, all right, let's go. So I get out of the house and I walk over to her house and I knock on her door and she comes out and she's wearing a towel. She's wearing a towel. She was just about to get in the shower. She said, I, see, I knew I was about to, I, you knew I just got back from the gym. And I said, oh, Christy, we're just about to go sw smoke weed at my house. You want to come over and smoke weed? And she said, no, I'm old. I'm a mom now, David. I can't go do that. And I was just so stunned by seeing her in her towel that I forgot to get her number. And I walked back to my house ashamed, you know, and I blew the fucking opportunity. So don't do that, guys. You know, get the number. Finish strong. Was the hole deep enough? Did I dig a deep enough hole? Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Give it up for David Phillips. You know, I said I'd help him dig a hole, but I don't think I need to, because he's got Asians. If I learned one thing from the railroad, they Asians are great at digging holes. God damn. We still have those tracks. All right, your next and final comic. I don't know. Actually, I was going to make fun of his outfit, but I actually like it. Um, I'm trying to think of something to make fun of you real quick. I, I can't. I like him. He's nice. He's nice. He made me laugh last time. Let's leave it at that. Let's give it up for Michael Matriani. Happy Fourth of July! A couple days ago. You know, today's actually National Fried Chicken Day. It is National Fried Chicken Day. <clears throat> Did you guys have a good Fourth of July? It was all right? That's all right. That's all right. I had a great Fourth of July. I went to the park, and I flew a kite. Have you guys flown a kite? That was not on purpose, y'all. All right, all right, all right. We get it. We get it. <laughs> we get it. Uh, so I was flying a kite. I don't know if you guys have flown a kite before. Kites are fucking awesome. I fucking love kites. I'm totally about kites. Issue with being about kites, and when you look like me and you bear this haircut, you can't go, kite, 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 because people think you're saying something else. It doesn't bode well at Dolores Park. Uh, so I have a new roommate. Well, a couple months, couple months we've been living together. Uh, he is straight, I am gay, so naturally we fuck all the time. Um, he can really take a dick, you guys, I'm telling you. He can really take a dick. I'm just kidding. Uh, he's born to fisting, you know. Uh, but he's, he's, a, he's a great guy. I really, we're, it's a really good living situation, but I ha am at the point now. So there's, I have this problem where I am Italian and I'm gay, which also means I am hairy and insecure. Uh, and so I have this issue right now where the hair on the top of my head is falling off and reattaching itself to my back. I don't know how it does that. I'm not sure how it does that, but I, it's doing that. And I have to ask my roommate to shave my back and I don't know how to do it. 
Because I've lived, I, the last person I lived with was gay. The last person, the person before that was a girl. So I don't have, I feel like it's a little odd to be like, brah, get up on it. So I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to go about uh, dealing with that situation. Uh, so I started telling a story last week, but I didn't get to finish it. So I think I'm going to tell this story right now. The story is uh, about how I was pimped out as a child. I was a child prostitute uh, to my mother uh, for stickers. So when I was a kid, uh, me and my best friend Michael Isaacs used to go on these long excursions. It was back in the day when you were allowed to, like, you know, roam the streets. It was perfectly fine to do that because, you know, people weren't raping kids. Uh, so we go on these long excursions, and we went on this excursion one day, and we're walking around, and there is a, we see this big dumpster, and it's filled with Foster Farms chicken stickers. And we're like 11, so to an 11-year-old, to see a roll of stickers in any capacity, we're like, we need to fucking get those stickers. So we jump into the, uh, we jump into the uh, dumpster, and we're digging around in there, and then we hear this guy go, hey, you kids, get out of there. There's razor blades in there. And we're like, ah. So we jump out of the dumpster, and we're running away. And he's like, get over here. And we're like, yes, sir. And he goes, if you want stickers, all you have to do is ask. And he throws up this door, like, like a public storage type door. I lived two blocks away from a sticker factory growing up. Can you fucking believe that? A sticker fucking factory. So he gives us, so when you, when you manufacture stickers, you have to, if, it, if it's a little bit off on any of the roll, you have to get rid of the entire roll of stickers. So like he's loading us up. I, we have literally our arms are, ugh. for real y'all. So our arms are literally like airplane wings, like filled with stickers, like on either side that he had given us of like fucking kitty cats and fucking dinosaurs on skateboards and fucking dolphins uh, jumping over sunflowers and bullshit like that. Like we're walking home like this and we're so fucking excited about these stickers. We get in the house and my mom's like, hey, my mom has hooks. She doesn't, she doesn't really have hooks. Hey, where'd you get them stickers? And I said, the sticker factory. She said, there ain't no sticker factory. I said, there sure is. And I told her about it. And from that moment on, for like the next five years, my mother would like make a tray of cannolis and like park around the corner from the sticker factory and push me and my sister out and be like, get us some more, just some more uh, dinosaurs on skateboards this time. Push us out and make us go and knock on the door and be like, eh, here, mm. and they'd give us stickers. She would take the stickers, put them in the sticker box, which was her way of like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Would be her way of being like, uh, I don't know, she would take our stickers, hoard our stickers, not give us our stickers. She still has a box of stickers to this day because she'd ration out stickers to me and my sister. So that's the, uh, the story of, I'm bleeding, you guys. Do you see that? I'm bleeding. Oh my God. Jeez, you guys. I. This is for real, y'all. That's kind of cool, though. I, it's the first, first uh, injury I've sustained from stand-up comedy. So, anyway. <laughs> sorry, guys. Hope I don't give your mic aids. Have a great day. Give it up for Michael Matriani. Told us he was a prostitute, and then he bled on the mic, so I'm not touching this mic anymore. Um... I had a joke. I don't though. Oh, I like how your mom taught you the art of the hustle. 
and yet you're still gonna ask your roommate to shave your back for free. Like she taught you, if you want something, make a cannoli. Offer the cannoli and you'll get what you want. So I should make cannoli first. You should make cannoli. I, if you made me a cannoli, I would happily shave your back. Don't ask, because then I'm gonna unhappily say no. But, just saying. See, don't, I'm not gonna shave your back if you're going like that. That's just making it harder for me. What? B12. That's what they cut cocaine with. I'm still finding a way to make a joke out of that. But, um, yeah. So we've got at least another half hour. We've got like 10 people in here. Does everybody want to do an extra minute? No, Kaiser doesn't. Kaiser wants to get out of here. Then you should get out of here, Kaiser. You gotta listen to everybody else talk. Thank you, Kaiser. Thanks for coming. Kaiser fucking killed it at Cobbs this weekend, everybody. Give it up one more time. Nobody, everybody went woo. Nobody clapped. Not a single clap. Thank you all for coming. So what we usually do when we have a little more time is we do a lightning round. Everybody gets an extra minute. I'm going to read off the list, so know where you are in the list. So when the last person finishes, you can just come right up, and I don't got to do no introductions or nothing. You get a minute, I'm going to give you the light at 10 seconds, okay? Um, could you pass me the list? Okay. Thank you. First, Casey Koenig. Corday ain't here. Raj ain't here. Next, after Casey, is you, Judy. Or June, you want it's not June. She wrote Judy on the thing, but I said June the first. All right, whatever. Do you want another minute? Yeah, I'll go ahead. All right. Cody after Judy. Sabrina next. Kaiser just left. Then Ernest. Then you, Roman Leo. Give it up for Casey. Koenig. All right, one minute. I don't really know if I have anything to say in one minute, but I'm going to try. Um... Did that music just start? Oh, oh, that's your phone. Okay, all right. I thought like that was like Mortal Kombat music coming on from like my one minute. Um, let's see, okay, I'm just gonna talk about something that bugged me. So I was driving down the street the other day and I was with my wife and she was in the passenger seat. And my wife is weird because she has road rage even when she's not the driver. Like she gets really pissed, uh, mostly at my driving. And the other day uh, th we're, uh, like we're at a stoplight and well i'm supposed to be going taking a left but the guy in front of me is just like somebody was blocking the intersection and she did this move where she leaned in from over the passenger seat and honked my horn right like as the driver which is a really nice way of saying like that guy doesn't know what he's doing but neither neither do you you, you fucking <laughs> uh all right that's my time thanks the other night. Um, I'm from Oakland and um, I went to something, it was supposed to be a comedy something and uh, <clears throat> on the way I got almost carjacked. Couldn't believe it because I didn't know where I was going and I had to use my cell phone and I saw this young brother uh, on with a hoodie on a bicycle coming at me. It was like 9 o'clock at night and out of the corner of my eye, I never had stopped my um, my car. I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't turned it off. 
but he came at me and um, he grabbed the passenger side of the car. And my instincts kicked in and I just put my foot on the gas and drove off. But, you know, come on now. I'm from Oakland and I'm going to get carjacked in Concord. No, just on GP. I said, no, you can't do this because I can't be calling anybody from Oakland saying, hey, I'm out here in Concord. I got carjacked. So it's a All right. So this one time I was on Tinder in Las Vegas and uh, I got I matched with this girl. She said, hey, I never fucked an Asian before. Uh, and so the, the problem was, was that I was on a trip with my family and we had adjacent rooms uh, and my grandma was in the other room because she was too tired uh, from gambling all day and all night and all day and then all night again. It was the third night there. I was going to fuck her the, uh, before we left. And uh, turns out uh, my grandma can't hear that well. That's the story there. I don't know. Uh, that's not, oh, fuck it, whatever. I don't, no, I, I fucked a hooker in an, in an adjacent room uh, where my grandma was. Uh, and then uh, turns out she was just hustling me and she had fucked every Asian in Las Vegas. Thank you very much. So, uh, shit, what is it, uh, 2019 AD, is that where we're at? Nah. Nah, for me, it's more like, uh, fucking two months AD, two months after Dick. I went through a breakup, and, uh, you know how it is. I went from, you know, the, uh, the height of passion to the depths of despair. It was really bad. But thank God I never got to the height of despair. You heard of the height of despair? I was like, fuck, no guy is worth going to, uh, no, no guy is worth fucking going to the 15th floor and stepping out onto the window ledge for. That's the height of despair. I saw a guy at the height of despair once and there was a crowd below and a guy shouted at him, don't do it, you have everything to live for, sir. And I'm like, asshole, you don't say that to a jumper. If you're gonna say that, say that to your friend who's thinking of working at an Amazon warehouse. That's when you say, don't do it. You have everything to live for. Jesus Christ. Have some tact. That's all I'm saying. All right. That was my short little joke. Um, so I suffer from hemorrhoids. Mainly because I like getting my ass eaten. And I have sex with vampires. So they bite my asshole and suck my blood out of my asshole. And now I have to put ass cream in my ass. And also on my toothbrush because I accidentally thought that the preparation H tube was a toothpaste tube and I put it on my toothbrush and brushed my teeth today for the third time after getting my ass eaten and now my breath smells like ass.
Uh, that's disturbing. Uh, man, I feel sad for your asshole. Do you have flaccid hemorrhoids or pretty hard? <laughs> Give it up for Ernest and his pinch, pinchy a- asshole. Uh, man, what if uh, what if uh, Mitch Hedberg was a sociopath and he was like, "Man, I saw a sign. It said God hates," and I changed. I corrected it. I changed it to God really hates. Right? That's sociopathic Mitch Hedberg. Uh, <laughs> uh, or he'd be like, uh, "Man, maybe or he'd be like, man, I uh, I like knives, but I do not like stabbing people. I just wear them to look cool." <laughs> maybe that's regular Mitch Hedberg. Regular Mitch Hedberg. Uh, uh, I got arrested for crossing the street. They gave me a jaywalking ticket. Fuck that. At most, I was lowercase l walking. (laughs) Okay, I'll keep this quick and I won't bleed on the mic. Okay, what is the difference between a Greyhound bus station and a lobster with breast implants? One is a busty crust station, the other is a crusty bus station. Ha cha 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 cha. You were all terrible except that joke. That was the only. That's the only joke I'm gonna remember for today. I swear to God. In fact, I'm gonna go tell my girlfriend that joke and act like it's my joke. Um, one comic got here just now, so we're gonna make sure he gets his time, and then that's gonna be it. Y'all can get out of here after that. But please stay, watch, laugh as you all did for each other. Give it up for Kelly Evans. Boy, smells like onions. <laughs> what is, holy shit, what have you been up to, man? That's fucking, let's not hang out. All right, that is, I don't know what your spare time is taking up doing, but man, that is an intense smell of onions. Holy shit, I want a sandwich now. Okay, I'm sorry. That was... Is that just your natural body odor? I just I don't know what it's Ah, it's it's intense. It is Did I make this awkward? I did. All right, that's fine. Do you you wear that as a sandwich shop when you're when you're uh, cuz you make sandwiches, right? Uh or Okay. Ooh. It's like, <laughs> how much hepatitis can one person get, right? I'm collecting. Got to catch them all. Um, <laughs> thank you for laughing at that. Uh, I've been intermittent fasting lately. You guys know, right, what this is. Uh, or as it's also called, not having money for food. <laughs> yeah, I've been losing a lot of weight. Uh, and consciousness. What? I'm sorry? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I forgot where I was for a second. Uh, but, you know, I am trying to, like, be healthier. Uh, I've been working out a lot lately. I get most of my cardio from yelling my feelings into my steering wheel in traffic. Nobody else, right? <laughs> Nobody else doing this? I'm telling you, it is fucking working. Like, I can hold my breath for two minutes now, uh, and I can scream for four uninterrupted minutes. It is cathartic. It feels good.
Nobody, nobody's a yeller here in traffic. We don't have any angry people. Yeah, too close to home. Casey's like, I did today. All right. Uh, what else we got? Fucking, I got a new job. Yay. In sales. Yeah, and in sales they say always be closing. But so far I always am starving because I'm not very good at my job. It is depressing. That's why I've been passing out lately. That's pretty much it. That's, yeah, that's my story. That's really it. That's all I came to say is uh, I'm depressed. I yell a lot and uh, my job sucks. So standard comedic fare. All right, we're breaking new ground, people. We're breaking new ground. New material. Somebody told me recently I look like John Hamm with fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah, I didn't know why I needed to throw the second part in there. I was cool with the first. But still a compliment. Honestly, That's I'll take that any day of the fucking week. It's better than uh, the American Pie guy, which I've also received, uh, which is not... They try to shake that one off for years. Well, the entire reason why I grew the beard. That is it. Let's fucking just never bring up that movie around me because... I will fucking hate you. Uh, what else? Uh, some people. Anybody? We got any hunters? Anybody hunt here? Okay, cool. Not the right audience. Uh, it's fine. It's all right. You know, uh, I'm from Texas. A lot of people are into hunting. You know, and so you, I don't know. You have a conversation with somebody, and like they always, there's always this like kind of low key thing people say where they're like, you know, the most dangerous game is man. Really? <laughs> is it? I mean, I feel like man is the easiest game, right? Like, <laughs> you want to go hunt a tiger? I'd much rather hunt Steve from accounting. <laughs> What's he going to do? Trip over a root and tear his meniscus? <laughs> like, that's an easy game, baby. Come up with a spear. Just, I'm coming for you, Steve. There is no HR in the jungle, baby. <laughs> that's not a good mic for that sound effect. That is... Yeah, you got to get a bit... You know, I want some more resiliency from this mic. Uh... That's, thank you. Thank you, Ernest. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I went to, uh, I had a friend who got married recently uh, in September. And, um, you know, with any good marriage uh, comes one equally horrible bachelor party. It is because there's no better way to start like a lifelong commitment with the person that you're in love with and you want to share the rest of your life with uh, by doing a mountain of blue and failing to have sex with a hooker because whiskey, you know, <laughs> you're not going to fuck that hooker. You fucked up, man. But like I, I've noticed the thing about bachelor parties is like there's always the same three to four people there. You like every single bachelor party, there's like these same three people, right? The first person, uh, he took his wedding ring off before he got on the plane. Like Todd is here to fuck, and he did. Like what the fuck, man, is wrong with you? You've got a very hot wife. I am just very jealous. Is the point here? <laughs> like, how does he talk to women? How does he do it? I'm like watching him, studying him. I can't do it. You know, it's like very uncomfortably awkward. Anyway, but fuck Todd. Todd's an asshole. You know, Todd is a dick. And then, like, the second guy gets off the plane and goes to his favorite uh, party app, uh, Rub Maps. Anybody hear about Rub Maps, right? It is an actual company that will find you the top places to get a rub and tug in any city around the world. Yeah, that is a company. That is actually exists. That's a thing. Could you imagine, like, getting a job as a programmer there and having to tell your, your mom that? You're like... Yeah, hey, Mom, got a new job. We're really going to pull it off, uh, you know. Uh, not jerking around here. We're, we're getting it done. You know, I think Dad's going to love it. I think Dad is going to be a fan. 
Yeah, and then there's like a third guy who is best friends with the groom, has known him his entire life, doesn't really want to be there, but he's like organized. He's got an itinerary. He's trying to keep everybody in line, and he's going to fail miserably because between Rub and Tug Tommy and uh, I got to fuck Todd, like he's going to lose his mind and do that entire mountain of blow. That is, and then he's going to have to redeem himself in the tits of a lovely lady named Tammy, who coincidentally is also a priest. She does weddings herself, right? Got to love New Orleans. It's a beautiful place. It's also disgusting. Thank you very much. Uh, what else? Those are all new. I'll finish with this. Uh, oh, looks like I fucking deleted it. Okay. Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, I don't believe in marriage. Yeah, no, I don't. Not for philosophical reasons. I just can't believe in anything that costs that fucking much. <laughs> it's just too... Like, I wouldn't believe in God if it was expensive. Like, I mean, if there was irrefutable proof that, like, God was real and someone was like, hey, man, you can talk to God. I'd be like, what? You can talk to... Fuck yeah. I knew there was a God. See, I knew this shit. I was like, I felt it right here in my heart. He's like, okay, well, you're just going to have to pay $35,000. You're going to have to talk to a DJ named Tom who's probably on ecstasy the entire time. You're going to have to invite your racist family who you blocked on Facebook. And in the end, God may reject you and take half your shit for the rest of your life. So, <laughs> what? God's not real. Guy, I'm an atheist. Fuck God. God's not a real thing. I can't afford that shit. Come on, man. Uh, all right, that was my time. Thank you very much. I'm Kelly Evans. I'm going to go have a cigarette. That's my plan. Yay. Give it up for Kelly Evans. I feel like I feel like when Kelly goes to a bachelor party, you're you're all three of them. I feel like you you walk in, Mr. Self Control, wanna be all cool and shit, and then you take your wedding ring off, and then at the end of the night you're at a rub and tug. I feel like that's how most of your nights end. I feel like that's how you knew all that about rub maps. I feel like you're a salesman for rub maps. And that's why you're not doing that well, because you're not cute and Asian. Um, I'll leave y'all with this. My uh, my girlfriend asked me if I would still love her. So I'm already nervous. She asked me if I'd still love her if she lost a leg. So I asked, which leg? <laughs> and she still loved me after that, surprisingly. So I said, probably? I don't know, I feel like if you lost a leg, but you kept a smile that there'd be no difference. But if you lost a leg and started acting like Lieutenant Dan, then you're gonna bring me down too, you know? Like, I wanna be the only depressed person in a relationship. I can't take care of me and take care of you. That's not gonna go well. That's just setting us up for failure. So, I guess the answer is no. If you lose a leg, I won't love you. Let's leave it at that. <laughs>
cartoon today, boys and girls, is Frostbite. So you want to be... One other announcement, boys and girls. Today, we're adding the name of a new sponsor to our blacklist. <laughs> we're adding the name of Pops, new breakfast cereal. And, of course, all the members, uh, boys and girls in good standing in the Uncle Freddy Club, that, of course, means you can't have Pops for breakfast in the morning <laughs> or uh, play with any little boys and girls who do eat Pops. <laughs> Arnie Peterson. This one says, Dear Uncle Freddy, Parf, Pard? We're, uh, we're going to start printing these from now on, boys and girls, aren't we? <laughs> the part of the show that I enjoy the most is when you talk to Mr. Puppet. Uh, well, well, we'll be doing that on Friday. And, um, he says, all the little boys and girls in my neighborhood come, come in and watch it on my TV set. We roll on the floor and hold our sides. Mommy, that looks like, uh, told me to sit down and write you this letter. And uh, that, as I said, is from uh, Arnie uh, Peterson, and he's 34. What's your name? Brucey. Uh-huh. And, and how old are you, Brucey? You're four. W would you like to see bye, Brucey? <laughs> then don't talk in the studio. There is, uh, there is one little letter I did want to bring up because we've received a number of them like this. Uh, this is from a uh, Freddie Ferno. Freddie Ferno, is that? He's age seven. And... Um, he writes and he says, Dear Uncle Freddy, I sent in for the $27 decoding ring. <laughs> and the three rooms of carpeting. <laughs> and instead I got back some pictures of older girls in sort of bathing suits. That was a little 
slip up in Uncle Freddy's office, uh, boys and girls. That's a little service Uncle Freddy runs for some of the older boys and girls. <laughs> so if um, you might hang on to him for 10 or 12 years, Freddy, or um, maybe you might uh, want him to send it back to Uncle Freddy and I'll send you back the magic decoder. Don't mail him, Freddy. <laughs> And that'll be the signal for our cartoon. Okay, everybody start marching and wave to your mommies and daddies as you go by the camp. That's the way, boys and girls. Keep waving. That's the way. Let's keep going, son. That's the way. Right out the door, Mark Fire Escape. There you go. <laughs>
Mutiny Radio without a feminist is a flat black pleasant Joe. Thanks for listening. Go to the website. If you donate money, come down and hear people tell funny stories. Come back.